Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. Hey, everybody. So I'm sure you're asking, where's the music, Lorelai? Like, this is not the normal progression of things. <laughs> Let me explain. So this is going to be a very different episode only because I want to begin by stepping back and acknowledging something that's very important to me and I feel is very important for most people right now. The beginning of this episode, I want to have a moment of silence for George Floyd and all the persons of color who have lost their lives due to violence and brutality. This moment is assuredly not long enough to give recognition to the vast amount of people whose lives were cut too short, but it is necessary to, at the very least, acknowledge those. So if you would join me in this moment to be silent and think of those who are gone at this time. Okay, thank you so much. And now, let's begin. everybody welcome back to another episode of third eye with lorelei thank you so much for joining me again this week i really appreciate all you guys listen to me talk at you about all my metaphysical journeying and studying and all that stuff it really is not just for me it is all for you guys so i'm really excited that you all have taken the time out of your day to have a listen to what i'm doing this week so these past couple of weeks. This is episode 20. Did you guys know that? I'm kind of excited about that. 20 episodes of all this metaphysical goodness. <laughs> so at any rate, I feel like it's important for me to define a couple of things here that I'm going to talk about because I've had a lot of input over this past couple weeks and I wanted to go over a few things. So the first thing is a karmic cycle. And I'm sure that some of you can probably deduce what that is just based off of the fact that, you know, if you have something that comes back around to you, that seems like a karmic cycle, right? Like, you know, you give what you get, that sort of thing. But sometimes you can't really break free of a karmic cycle. And it is very prevalent that that is what's going on today. And 
it is a horrible karmic cycle that we are in right now and this type of karmic cycle is one of hate and hopefully it's at its dying breath that we're seeing the last agonal breaths of this hatred that has been in our country and in our history for far too long and hopefully this is the last advance until it is officially a past issue that we can finally learn from and move forward it's really important that we understand what what happens in a karmic cycle and i'm looking it up right now just to have a actual definition as a part to Lorelai just telling you what she thinks it is. So let's see. Understanding a true meaning of karmic cycles. I'm looking this up off of Anmolmeta, A-N-M-O-L-M-E-H-T-A.com. What is karma and what is a cycle of karma? What is karma and how to be free of the karmic cycle? What is karma? What does it mean to be free of the karmic cycle? These are excellent questions, and today we'll try to shed some light on this important topic. This topic is important really because understanding it deeply will help you a great deal in living your life correctly and accelerating your spiritual progress. To help with this complex topic, we're going to provide the thoughts of the great Zen master Shinryu Suzuki from his A-plus book, Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. This is not just a Buddhist view of karma. This is actually a clear view of the law of karma. In essence, what goes around comes back around. That's karma for you. That's the best way to describe it, as I said before. And being in a karmic cycle basically means that what you put out comes back but you keep putting it back out again and it keeps going around and around in this cycle of infinity and it seems like there's no way to get out you can break away from this karma so a summary of what karma cleansing is for so what karma boils down to is a very simple thing. If you strengthen the ego, give it more importance, and are caught in nothing but egocentric desires, then you're accumulating karma. If on the other hand, you are residing in pure consciousness and witnessing, you are freeing yourself from the entanglements of karma in the dualistic world. Of course, this is not all that easy to accomplish, but it can really be a lot of fun to do if you're up for the challenge. Now, granted, I think that this particular karmic cycle is not going to be fun to break. And it's obvious in what's happening today. This break, this karmic cycle break, I should say, is going to be tremendously difficult and painful. And it is absolutely necessary. So let's move on to a second bit of definitions. And I want to define the collective conscious and unconscious. And I'm going to just describe this over what my understanding is, because when I looked this up, it, it had some okay definitions, but I kind of feel like intuitively I'm able to discuss this and have it be okay. If you guys have a different definition of this, please feel free to post this on the Facebook page or on the Instagram feed. I'm also on Twitter too. So be a part of this conversation and, and go ahead and, and let me know if there's a different way that you see it. I want to know because it is all extremely important. 
So the conscious collective is like the aura around you. It is the mindset that is propelled off of you. It connects to others. It is your influence, part of your power and your ability to physically connect to your fellow humans. When you walk into a room or go into work or go anywhere really, and there's someone that maybe you know that you're connected to, a coworker or a friend or someone is having a great day, it is infectious. And it can immediately bolster your own feelings of joy and of happiness and of connectivity. And you know, you may smile more, you may feel a little bit lighter. On the other side, it's also of that when someone is having a bad day, you know, you you feel it coming off of them. I actually had this just yesterday when I went into work. I had had a, a bad run in with somebody and I was just really frustrated and I didn't speak to most of my coworkers. I just kind of let myself move through it. But every person came up to me and asked me, hey, are you doing okay? And that is your connection with others what you're giving off this conscious collective this information that you're giving off to other people they can feel it and you feel it usually they can speak to you about it but sometimes not but you do feel what's going on whether or not you are sensitive it affects you connecting to one another on a more superficial level is the collective conscious knowing and feeling the emotions being emitted by others, by your own emotions. The unconscious is much deeper. That is the soul's energy, a connection to others on a more profound way. It is the profound wisdom and journey, a connection of divine truth. The emotion there can be different than the emotion emitted by the conscious collective. This collective unconscious is to me like a golden current that envelops the earth. When you're connected, you tap into the deep inner truth, knowledge, and every emotion of every soul. It is profound and it is part of what causes change because it is truth, which is what is being realized right now. The truth is surfacing for many people who have been in a different type of karmic cycle. This one, this type of karmic cycle, is one of comfort and fragility. Those souls are finally waking up and rising up, and it is about time that this happened. With this, I'm gonna say that it is imperative that you join hands with all of those trying to make this absolutely necessary change to use your voice, the vehicle of truth. It's time, it's time to use your voice, fueled by your heart and your wisdom that connects you to the divine and the experience and knowledge of the collective unconscious. And further, the truth about what is our history of our fellow American persons of color. What has been done needs to never be done again help to break the cycle and push for this change. Okay, I have spoken my heart. <laughs> there it is. And I will keep going. But for now, let's begin the podcast, shall we? Let's talk about some crystals. 
So for this week, I chose sodalite and rhodochrosite. So you know what's funny is I actually looked back on last week's crystals and I feel like for everything that's been going on, those crystals are like absolutely perfect for what <laughs> for everything that's been happening. If you have time, check it out because it's it's so appropriate. So let's begin by talking about what Karen Frazier has to say from the Crystals for Beginners book about sodalite. Sodalite is a natural amplifier that can help enhance energies you desire in your life. It can also help you balance energies if you have too much of one type and not enough of others. Sodalite originates out of Australia, Brazil, Canada, and Russia. It comes in shapes of natural, tumbled, polished, carved, and cut. It amplifies energy. It comes in blue and white. It associates with the throat and the third eye. You want to place it on or near the throat or third eye chakra as a necklace or earrings. And Sodalite helps with speaking personal truth, communicating effectively, emotional balance, and connection to intuition and spiritual guidance. Sodalite works great with amethyst. Sodalite is an effective crystal if you are experiencing mood swings. Carry it with you or wear it as jewelry to help balance emotions. So that is Sodalite from the Crystals for Beginners book. So let's look at the Crystal Bible by Judy Hall and what she has to say about sodalite. It comes in blue and its appearance is generally mottled dark and light blue-white, uh, often tumbled and it comes in all sizes. It's very easily obtained, so you can gather it at any crystal shop or online or wherever you get your crystals. It's sourced out of North America, France, Brazil, Greenland, Russia, Myanmar, and Romania. Sodalite unites logic with intuition and opens spiritual perception, bringing information from the higher mind down to the physical level. This stone stimulates the pineal gland and the third eye and deepens meditation. When in sodalite enhanced meditation, the mind can be used to understand the circumstances in which you find yourself. This stone instills a drive for truth and an urge towards idealism, making it possible to remain true to yourself and stand up for your beliefs. Sodalite clears electromagnetic pollution and can be placed on computers to block their emanations. It is helpful for people who are sensitive to sick building syndrome or to electromagnetic smog. This is a particularly useful stone for group work as it brings harmony and solidarity of purpose. It stimulates trust and companionship between members of the group, encouraging interdependence. An excellent stone for the mind, sodalite eliminates mental confusion and intellectual bondage. It encourages rational thought, objectivity, truth, and intuitive perception, together with the verbalization of feelings. As it calms the mind, it allows new information to be received. Sodalite stimulates the release of old mental conditioning and rigid mindsets, creating space to put new insights in practice. Okay, well, I think this is also an excellent stone for what has been going on and what we're in the thick of right now. <laughs> so let's continue on. Psychologically, this stone brings about emotional balance and calms panic attacks. It can transform a defensive or oversensitive personality, releasing the core fears, phobias, guilt, and control mechanisms that hold you back from being who you truly are. It enhances self-esteem, self-acceptance, and self-trust. 
sodalite is one of the stones that brings shadow qualities up to the surface to be accepted without being judged. For healing, sodalite balances the metabolism, overcomes calcium deficiencies, and cleanses the lymphatic system and organs, boosting the immune system. This stone combats radiation damage and insomnia. It treats the throat, vocal cords, and larynx, and is helpful for hoarseness and digestive disorders. It cools fevers, lowers blood pressure, and stimulates absorption of fluids in the body. To position correctly, you want to place as appropriate or wear for long periods of time. Okay, so that pretty much covers sodalite. So let's talk a little bit about rhodochrosite. And let's go back to the Crystals for Beginners book by Karen Frazier, and this is what she says. Rhodochrosite is a vibrant banded pink stone. When it is lighter pink, some people mistake it for rose quartz, and it has some similar metaphysical properties. In general, however, you can tell it's rhodochrosite instead of rose quartz by its deep, intense pink color and the white bands running through it. It originates in Argentina, Peru, Russia, and Uruguay. It comes in shapes of natural, tumbled, polished, and cut. It amplifies energy. It's usually just pink. And the deeper pinks are usually associated with the root, and the lighter pinks are associated with the heart. For placement, you want to honor near your root heart chakra as a necklace or bracelet, as a ring on your commitment ring finger. Rhodochrosite helps with compassion, kindness, unconditional love, calming, grounding, forgiveness, aura cleansing, and self-compassion. It works well with rose quartz and clear quartz. If you're struggling with self-love or self-compassion, hold rhodochrosite in your receiving or non-dominant hand as you affirm, I love myself unconditionally. So that's what Karen Frazier has to say about rhodochrosite. Let's see what Judy Hall has to say from the Crystal Bible book. She says it comes in colors of pink to orange, like on a spectrum from pink all the way to orange. It's usually banded in all sizes, often polished or tumbled. It's very easily obtained, so you should be able to find it at your local crystal shop. It comes from the United States, South Africa, Russia, Argentina, and Uruguay. Rhodochrosite represents selfless love and compassion. It expands consciousness and integrates the spiritual with material energies, this stone imparts a dynamic and positive attitude. Rhodochrosite is an excellent stone for the heart and relationships, especially for people who feel unloved. It is a stone par excellence for healing sexual abuse. Rhodochrosite attracts a soulmate, but this may not be the blissful experience you're hoping for. Soulmates are the people who help us to learn our lessons in life. And although this is not always pleasant, it is for our higher good. Rhodochrosite teaches the heart to assimilate painful feelings without shutting down and removes denial. This stone clears the solar plexus and base chakras. Gently bringing painful and repressed feelings to the surface, it allows them to be acknowledged and then dissipate through emotional release. Rhodochrosite then helps to identify ongoing patterns and shows the purpose behind the experience. This is a stone that insists you face the truth about yourself and other people without excuses or evasion, but with loving awareness. Okay, I'm really digging this for this time. <laughs> it's a good stone, guys. <laughs> Rhodochrosite is useful for diagnosis at the psychological level. People who have an aversion to the stone are repressing something in themselves they do not want to look at. The stone urges that they confront irrational fears and paranoia. 
and reveals that the emotions that they have been taught to believe are unacceptable are natural. They then see things less negatively. Psychologically, rhodochrosite improves self-worth and soothes emotional stress. Rhodochrosite is mentally enlivening. It encourages a positive attitude and enhances dream states and creativity. This stone links you into the higher mind and helps you integrate new information. Emotionally, rhodochrosite encourages spontaneous expression of feelings, including passionate and erotic urges. It lifts a depressed mood and brings lightness into life. For healing, rhodochrosite acts as an irritant filter and relieves asthma and respiratory problems. It purifies the circulatory system and kidneys and restores poor eyesight, normalizes blood pressure and stabilizes the heartbeat, and invigorates the sexual organs. As it dilates blood vessels, it relieves migraines. The elixir relieves infections, improves the skin, and balances the thyroid. To position, you want to wear on the wrist or place over the heart or solar plexus. For migraines, place on the top part of the spine. Okay, so that's it for the crystals of the week, guys. So let's talk about the quotes of the week. I chose two. Both of them by Maya Angelou. The first one is words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning. And the second one, you may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness, but still like air, I'll rise. Okay, the topic of the week. Let's talk about archangels. So archangels are just like an additional heavenly being that surrounds you that can assist you with a myriad of different things in your life. And there are a lot of archangels. I'm going to go over the main ones that you generally will, that are a little bit more popular that you're going to use a little bit more frequently. So let's go over what archangels are. And I got this information from www.ask-angels.com forward slash archangels. So the archangels are magnificent spiritual beings who vibrate with an incredible light and frequency. Each archangel illuminates specific attributes and qualities of creator, God, and all that is through the immense divine light and love they carry. The archangels serve according to divine will within the heavens and on earth, and their missions are often closely intertwined with helping humanity. Because of this, their presence has been documented in many of the world's religions. Archangels exist outside of any one religion or culture. They exist outside of time and space. They are able to view reality, including our past, present and future as one stream of energy within the present moment, which enables them to offer powerful guidance and enlightening new perspectives. Archangels can appear to different people and locations across the world, all at the same time. They are great beings of light and unconditional love who coordinate and oversee guardian angels, guides, and other angels who provide help to us on earth. Archangels project the light of the divine and the energy of unconditional love always. Archangels are highly evolved spiritual beings of light who are more than willing to offer their love, guidance, healing, and support whenever we ask, but will not interfere without our permission. 
So you got to ask. If you want it, you got to ask for it, which makes sense in pretty much all areas of life. But in this case, with the archangels, you got to ask how to call upon archangels. There is no one way to properly connect with or evoke the archangels, but one thing is certain. By increasing your vibration first and learning to open your subtle and psychic senses, you're far more likely to connect with the high vibrational energy of the archangels in a meaningful way, which means, you guessed it, meditation. Let's meditate all day. Meditate. Sorry. But you want to meditate. You want to really just get all those energy bodies working and in balance and connecting to the divine and to the earth. So that way you can better communicate with not just your spirit guides and your guardian angels, but yes, those archangels as well. Most of the channeled messages that you share with archangels, you can connect with or uplifting and empower angel messages. Oh, just forget I said that. Sometimes I don't read ahead. That's a problem. That's just like connect. That's, I don't know. They talk about stuff on the website or whatever, but we don't want any of that. We just want to talk about the info, the facts, the things in here. So how many archangels are there? There are far more archangels than most people realize. So Archangel Michael is one of the most popular ones. And let's talk about him for a minute. So Archangel Michael is a powerful archangel of protection. So Michael oversees guardian angels, and he will help you to release low energies of fear or worry so that you can open to experience the incredible love and light of the angelic realm and live a fun, fulfilling, and passionate life. Archangel Michael is one of the easiest archangels to hear and also one of the most known. So I have a lot of friends who actually have a statue of Archangel Michael, and they've told me that this is a a really powerful talisman for their home to protect them. And it's just sometimes it's easier for you to have something like that to visualize this particular archangel to protect your space and maybe it will just remind you to contact Archangel Michael if you have a statue or like me I just know that if I'm in a state of I need a little bit more protection I know who to call upon and it's going to be Archangel Michael if you need a little bit of additional help and support and protection. So let's move on to some of the other really popular ones. So Archangel Gabriel. Gabriel is the archangel of communication, new beginnings, and strength. When called upon, Gabriel will bring you inspiring divine messages to assist you in finding your highest calling. Gabriel also works closely with authors, teachers, artists, and counselors. Archangel Metatron. This one is my favorite in particular. I mean, they're all wonderful, but I just connect more deeply with this one. So, and that's something for you guys too. If you feel like you connect more deeply with one archangel over the other, that's saying something. Look into it, read a little bit more and figure out why you feel that connection because there's something there. Anyhow, Archangel Metatron is a divine record keeper and a powerful spiritual teacher, often called the angel of life. Metatron offers a link between heaven and earth and works around the clock to help those who are ready and willing align with their highest and best possible path. Metatron can help you release what no longer serves you so that you can tap into your inner connection with pure light. Archangel Raphael. 
Archangel Raphael is the main archangel who oversees healing for living beings on earth. He's a well-known and incredibly powerful angelic being who is ready, willing, and waiting to connect with you directly if you so desire. Through the powerful divine guidance from Archangel Raphael, you can learn to activate and use your body's innate ability to heal itself. I feel like I've used Archangel Raphael in a number of different ways for healing. And you can ask Archangel Raphael to go to family members or to loved ones or, or friends who are in need of spiritual or physical healing. He's really powerful for that. Archangel Ariel. Archangel Ariel is well known as the Lioness of God, as this is the direct translation of the name Ariel or Ariel in Hebrew. But there's more to Ariel, who is powerful archangel of abundance, happiness, and nature. Ariel closely works with animals in the realms of nature and helps those whose missions are aligned with helping animals and the environment. Archangel Uriel. Archangel Uriel's name means the light of God, and she is often depicted with an open hand, holding forward a flame of light that is a gift of illumination for all human souls. The open hand of Archangel Uriel represents the openness and willingness to receive the love of God and to remain spiritually devoted. Uriel pours light upon the world, illuminating humanity and helping us each along the path of enlightenment. Okay, so there's a lot of archangels. There's 18 on this list. But just for the sake of just getting your feet wet with the archangels, I'm just going to go over those specific ones and there's a lot you guys there's archangel haniel orion jophiel muriel azriel zadkiel shemuel jeremiel raziel Ugh, there's so many there's so many <laughs> it could take a long time to go through all of those so i feel like a lot of those more popular ones you can have a pretty immediate connection with because those are the types of things that we're all going to need immediately right it's healing protection, release, also abundance. And if you feel like, no, there's more, then I would invite you to look up what more there is because there's so many and take a look and see what's out there because there's so many out there. <laughs> and not to cut it short or anything, but it would just make for a very long podcast. <laughs> At any rate, that's pretty much it. Next week, I'm going to have a really great meditation that I'm going to share with you guys. But for this time, I wanted to make sure that I got those archangels out for you and got some truth out that I had heavily weighted on my heart. And I really hope that you guys are really digging in deep with this conscious collective and understand what it is, because I know a lot of you are feeling it right now. And now that you know that there are archangels out there that are surrounding a lot of people, you know now that you can call upon them and offer a little bit of extra help along with your guides and your guardian angels. So at any rate, thank you so much, you guys, for tapping into yet another week, for listening in, for diving in with me to this metaphysical realm. And I'm real excited for what's to come next week. And I really look forward to talking with you all again. And until then, I hope you guys stay safe and you stay healthy. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. Love and light to you all. Talk to you again soon.
If you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all, and I look forward to reading you soon.